Introducing Batiste's wet-activated and touch-activated dry shampoo. With breakthrough technology that absorbs oil and releases bursts of fragrance whenever you sweat or touch your hair for up to 24 hours, it's the ultimate hair care for girls on the go. Try the newest dry shampoo that's activated by you. Batiste, the future of hair care is here. Buy Batiste dry shampoo online or in store at your nearest retailer. In the early 2000s, the U.S. Border Patrol was making more than a million arrests a year in Arizona. This is a struggle for the existence of the government of Mexico, and this is a struggle on our side of the border for the fundamental obligation that any government has, and that is to provide its citizens with secure borders. Right now, our citizens are not safe. And by 2010, Many Arizonans were fed up. They'd heard promise after promise from president after president. This country is debating an important issue. It's an issue about our soul and our character. It's an issue that relates uh, to people in our country. It's the immigration issue. I, I, I'm here because most Americans agree that it's time to fix a system that's been broken for way too long. But Congress could not reach a comprehensive solution. Then, a 58-year-old rancher was killed along the border in Arizona. And Arizona's politicians took the matter into their own hands. That was a real breaking point for me. After that happened, I was relentless. I wasn't stopping. I was going to get my borders secured. And by God, if the federal government was going to help me, well, then I was going to do whatever and however I was going to do it. In April 2010, Arizona passed Senate Bill 1070, or as you may recall it, the Show Me Your Papers Bill. The state law required police officers to ask about the legal status of anyone they thought who might be in the country illegally. The law put local police officers on the front lines of immigration enforcement, a role that had previously been filled only by the federal government. But what would lead an officer to think someone was in the country illegally? From the start, critics slammed the legislation for codifying racial profiling by the police. They were still going to see our skin color. They were going to see whether we were documented or not. It's a racist law. It's causing discord in Arizona. We need your help. But Arizona forged ahead, and the world took notice. In fact, I've instructed members of my administration to closely monitor the situation and examine the civil rights and other implications of this legislation. Ten years later, the law played a role in reducing the size of the state's undocumented population. By how much is debatable. But the law unquestionably reshaped Arizona's politics, and it may have influenced the political rise of President Donald Trump. Well, it all starts with the federal government not coming out with a law. They've been talking about it for years, and they still haven't done anything. And Arizona is really getting crime-ridden. I mean, these people are coming over. There's killings all over the place. There's shootings all over the place. I'm Ron Hansen. I'm a national political reporter for the Arizona Republic and azcentral.com. I'm also the co-host of our weekly political podcast, The Gaggle. And I'm Yvonne Winget Sanchez. I'm also a national political reporter and co-host of The Gaggle. And this is season two of Rediscovering. In this season, 
We'll retrace the history of SB 1070. We'll look at how the law came to be, who was responsible for it, and why it still matters a decade later. You'll hear from the people closest to it, like the governor who signed it, Jan Brewer. I think I was on the right side of history, and I do not regret doing what I did. It had to be done. And Russell Pierce, the architect of the law. And they always accused me of picking on Mexicans and not the people bringing them here and hiring them. And I said, first of all, it has nothing to do with the race. Secondly, you're absolutely right. I said, you know, take, you know, the employers are breaking the law. We need to go after them. The feds don't seem to be doing much. We just turn a blind eye. You'll also hear from those who fought against the law. They profess throughout this to be our allies and stand with us. And they nonetheless took these actions or allowed these actions to occur uh, without, uh, without much of a battle, without much of a fight. We were left on our own. And those who continue to live with its impact even today. SB 1070 had chilling effects on Arizona's Latino community. And I went up to this, this woman and I asked her, you know, why she was having a yard sale. And she said, we're leaving. But it also galvanized a new generation of activists. If we really do want to see a change, we need to go out and vote. And that generation could play a crucial role in the upcoming 2020 election. To understand why Arizona has moved from a predictably red state to a volatile purple one that could settle the 2020 presidential election, look back, look all the way back to 2010, to SB 1070. This is Rediscovering SB 1070 from the Arizona Republic and azcentral.com. All five episodes drop on Wednesday, July 15th. Don't miss a single one. Subscribe to our series on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher Radio, or wherever you get your podcasts.